Welcome to the Kill Your Internet Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, your guest on today's Kill Your Internet podcast is, I'm, I'm pumped for this one, uh, producer, engineer, fucking studio owner, label owner, fellow Northeast Philadelphia, and we have the legend, Mr. Will Yip, on today. Will, how are we doing today, buddy? Dude, what, what is up? I, this, is, this is an <laughs> honor to be a part of such a, such a cool Philly connection right now. So I'm, I'm It's so what stoked. it's all about, dude. So I, I, I told you before this, but like, I didn't know you were a Northeast Philly guy. And like, I was talking to somebody yeah. else on this podcast recently. I think it was Smitty from Barstool. I had one of the guys from Barstool Sports on. And I oh, was awesome. like, dude, yeah. like meeting people from Philly, especially like in the creative field, like you don't think of like Northeast Philadelphia as like an artist haven per se, but like to meet someone <laughs> who's like fucking doing dude. it. Yeah, yeah, you know what's crazy? Uh, I totally, you know, being from Northeast Philly, I totally understand that. But yeah. it's because all the artists, you know what I mean? All, all of us that, that were doing stuff, we were just in our basements. We were like yeah. locked, we were, we were locked in because <laughs> we didn't want to go out into the street. We, we didn't want to go out into the world and like, what fucking, you know, do pills for our homies in the, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that, around the corner, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah that we, is the most we're literally real, real fast. That is the literally like the most like perfect interpretation. Is like, yo, I didn't want to have to go do thirties with my boys down at the playground. <laughs> And we oh got real, God. real quick. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's a connection right away, man. Uh, we start off yeah. every interview with yeah. just asking, dude, what's quarantine been like for you? Oh, um, you know, I, I, like for everyone, it's been tough. Um, especially with artists and musicians and bands, you know what I mean? And yeah. who I'm, I, I'm surrounded by. It's been super tough because, you know, no one, not only, not only can we not work like everybody else in the world, but um, it's, it, you know, it's, it's hard to see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, especially musicians, yourself included, you know, music shows, you know, it was the first to go and it's probably gonna be the last to come back. You Isn't know what I mean? that's the most fucked up part? Uh, it's like, there- yeah. There is no direct timeline for what we can do, but yep, it yep. just feels and like we're it, just at the end of the totem pole. Like they, like I was laughing because yeah. I was on, I was on a plane <laughs> like three days ago and uh, the plane was yeah. completely full, like literally 400 people on a tube. Yeah. Sky. Oh, shit. And yeah. I was just, and to myself, I, I leaned to the guy next to me and I'm like, so we can't put anybody in a music venue and like space it out or yeah. like something <laughs> happen, bro. And like, so yeah. As a producer, yeah. like, and you're a studio rat, obviously, and we're going to get into that, but yep. I mean, have you been working more or less, or has it been more, has anything changed? Uh, oh, yeah, a lot, a lot has changed. Um, I never not work. No matter what, I, ne I never not work. You know, when um, the lockdown happened, you know, we took time away from, obviously, uh, just keep safe from yeah. from bringing bands in like no no bands were coming in for a few months and then i still had i'm always behind i'm i always have like <laughs> three or four records that i'm behind on to yeah. rather mixing or finishing or, or whatever so i i was always busy and i kind of use that time just to catch up um but yeah yeah if, if anything it's probably a little even a little crazier now because all my homies they just want to make music yeah you know they all want to make music so we've been finding ways to do it safely you know and and make sure that people my my co-workers here are safe so yep. we, we start to get bands tested before we start a record Smart. and then they come in here and they just live and we work together so it's like I'm grateful for that, that I'm not just doing like sessions here and there, you know, yeah. with like, you know, and, and it sucks for those that have to deal with that. And it's really hard. I'm grateful and lucky that bands, you know, artists come here and they, they, they live here, you know, that's even pre pandemic, they live here. So they just stay in our bubble. We basically create our own NBA bubble 
every oh, six that's weeks. Fucking yeah. awesome. And I think that's yeah. the wildest thing to me too. And and it's something I talk uh, with a lot of musicians about because we are one of the bands that like we had the option to move into Nashville or the option to move into LA. Yeah. We just were like, dude, we're not those people. Like we want to stay in Philly and yeah. make it happen here. Yeah. As someone who's obviously had fucking wild success and obviously has worked with a bunch of people and you're having people come to you. Like, was there ever yeah. a moment in time where you were like, Hey, maybe the, the grass would be greener moving to LA or New York or Nashville or some shit like that. Um, you know, I, 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 not, not really. I like that, that it's, just, it's just, I, I think my energy is, you know, you know, I'm just inspired by what's around me. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah, it, 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 it always felt right. Philly just felt right. It just felt like my blood. You know what I mean? Being in the area just felt, felt, it's just in my blood. And, um, and that Philly attitude, our work ethic, you yeah. know what I mean? That we're so notoriously known for. Oh, you know? that's, that's the realest shit though. When that, you do go other places yeah. and it's like, I never want to yeah. like directly say it to someone's face when I'm like, yeah in LA or some shit like that. I don't want to be like, yo, you motherfuckers <laughs> move half speed. Like you don't get it. Yo, like, dude, honestly, if I moved, if we moved on to, to the beach, we moved to Malibu, you know what yeah. I mean? I'll, you'll, you'll see my work, my work, my work output probably cut in half. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you're, you're in you know, country. It's not like you're like, you're staring out into the ocean. You're chilling. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the city, yeah. Right? So, you know, straight up our studio, you can't see, uh, but our studio, there's no windows. So I it's like that. a big casino. Yeah. So we're just working. Yes. So I, every single day I come in at, at 9 a.m. and then I leave at 9 p.m. Yep. And I don't see the day disappear. I just work. I just work. You know what I mean? It's probably not the healthiest thing, but it's healthy for my workflow. You know what uh, I mean? So, me, me and um, you were fucking peas in a pod, dude. I'm telling yeah, you right now. Like that yeah. is I, I've used the phrase. It's like being in a casino a million times because there's yep. no clocks. Hell yeah. There's no window. Yep. And it's usually filled with smoke, so it's it's one of those yeah. things. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my environment. I'm grateful for where I came from, and yeah. um and just the energy around me. You know, I can't. You know, I do a lot of work. You know, uh, one of my record labels based in in Manhattan. You know yeah. what I mean? So you know, I, I do a lot of pro- projects every now and then. Sessions, writing sessions, L.A., New York, or whatever. And you know, we, I scratch the itch. I scratch the itch of like of course, you know man. getting to hang in a different environment. But home. This is home. This is home. Yeah. Bro, for me, the hardest part was, and because during quarantine, I would say in the first like three weeks of quarantine, I probably like put demos down for like 40 songs. And then all of a yeah. sudden, my all of my kind of like inspiration just kind of like stalled out because I was staring at the same yeah. four walls all the time. Yeah. And so finally yeah. getting out of the city and getting to right back in Nashville with my people down there, it was like that's awesome. I told you before we started, I probably went down there and I wrote like half a record just for ignorant guitar yeah. shit because that's what I want to do right now. And uh, yeah, I think, yeah, you sort of exert that energy. Bro, and that's what it needs to be right now. Uh, and here's yeah. the funny thing too, because one of your records you produced recently was one of the things that like piqued my interest during quarantine and got me back mm-hmm. into guitar mode. And it was Hello Exile. And I'm, I'm looking and, and just by the oh. way, Fuck you dude. for that record, dude. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. That's just, one of my favorite records I've ever done. Just looking at your slate of what you've done even recently between Menzingers, and this is like the funniest shit to me. Like you're doing Bouncing Souls, you're doing your uh the fucking Code Orange record, which I was talking yeah. to uh, Sarah Parker from WMMR on this podcast not long ago. Yeah. And she said that's the only thing she can listen to right now. Like that's her shit. Like <laughs> that's first amazing, off, bro. Your yeah. your slate is so all over the place. Like, and I mean, it all yeah. has your your kind of like I don't know your touch to it. But like, what is it like working with so many different artists and doing so many different Dude, things? Yeah, you know, that that's that's what that is why I do this. 
You know what I mean? I do not like being a genre specific person. Yes. You know, I, I always tell artists, I've told artists from, since I was, a, since I was in high school, yeah. I was like, I'm, I am not a sound guy. I have no, I, I don't give a shit about how it's going to sound. It's going to sound great. I know yeah. it is. You know what I mean? But I'm not a nerd about that. Yep. I want to be a song guy. Yes. So I don't care what you sound like. I don't care what the genre is. My thing is a good song is a good song. That's why Miss Lauren Hill worked with me. That's why, and that, then that's why Title Fight worked with me because they know I just cared about the product, not about them fitting into a scene or fitting into a genre. People don't come here for a studio for sound or William yeah. sound. That's not why they come here. They come here. My goal is for me to join their band, to join their process and make the coolest songs. That's all I'm trying to do. I think I think I'm falling in love with her, dude. I really do. Like this is <laughs> this is <laughs> like what we, this is what we're we bros. fucking talk about, though. And so many people get locked into having yeah. to. And I think it's more we pay a lot of attention to like what's going on in the rock world, or if you're talking the rock world, like yeah. looking at Spotify charts and shit like that. And everything just happens yeah. to be so either non sequitur or it's so genre specific, and it bores me. I just yeah. want to make good songs. Yeah. That's, look, when I listen to the Menzingers record and I listen to songs like Anna or like America, you're yeah. freaking me out. Like. That could be in any genre. The song itself is yep. so well written. It's so about the song. It is about the song, man. And like you listen to something yeah. like Code Orange. Like, how can you take yourself yeah. as a producer and say, like, okay, that's a good song, even though I don't really know what's being yeah. said, and it's such it's such chaos. And then you go to more of a pop formatted yeah. thing, like like songs like Anna. Like, is is that odd for you, or is it just something you love? That I was gonna say was, what is the greatest moment for you as a Philly sportsman? Oh, oh my God, the the '08 uh, parade. There you go. Where, where, yeah, were you? where were you? Where were you? Dude, I followed. I followed the parade. Did I you? I followed the entire parade. <laughs> you know, dude, I'm a. Di- you know, my homies know. I think some people that that caught a few interviews know. I, I'm, I, I am. I'm not saying the biggest. Everyone says they're biggest, but I'm a very big Phillies fan. Dude, you know, fuck I man. actually have. I have the world's largest Philadelphia Phillies game used equipment collection in the world. Like dude. that's that, that's that's an actual that's an actual stat. You know, you uh, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the more we talk, yeah, have a couple options. Yeah. I I I, uh, I played a year and a half of baseball at Westchester University. I caught. I was all awesome. city Philly yeah. at, at Archbishop Ryan. Hell yeah. And I I worked for the Phillies uh, in college. And oh hell yeah. I I coached their kids camps, so I would get to yeah, go. And awesome. this is like 2011, so Chase Utley's still on the team. Ryan oh, Howard's cool. still on the team. Raul Golden Bandes, era. Gro- yeah. Golden era. Yeah. I was at City Hall. Uh, I was like 15. I was shit faced drunk. And then I took the train back to work in the afternoon at Texas Roadhouse in Ben Salem as a host. Amazing. Yo, I, that, I've been that. Yeah, I've been that. I've been at Texas Roadhouse for sure. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Texas Roadhouse, dude. Back in the day job. Uh, <laughs> shout out. Sec, second no. question What's the first album you ever bought? Ooh, first album that I bought with your ever, own money. Myself, with your own money. With my yeah. own money was the third boys to men record um Ooh, the, the one with one with four seasons of loneliness damn damn I, i'm forgetting the name of the record it was, doesn't uh, matter you have the one after two yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah we are so lucky that they're from here because i don't know that there's ever Dude. been a more vocally talented group in the history of america no no they were the they're the, probably the most perfect uh boy band you know what i mean and, and they're it, way more they're worth more than that but they're the original you know what i mean like uh just they're they're so skilled and go, being from kappa they went to kappa you know bro, that's the Philly. craziest shit uh, it, it really yeah. is my cousin yeah, went I, to kappa i'm bro. looking 
I'm looking at their platinum record right now because Phil, my mentor, yeah, tracked yeah, yeah. Um, the first two records here. I'm looking at the end of the road platinum record right now. Bro, so shout out, to, shout out yeah. to Phil Nicolo. I have a great Phil Nicolo story, actually. Uh, yeah. Our saxophone player, Will, he's in a group called Darla that uh, Phil produced. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Will, Will, Will is us Darla's and Darla. Awesome. Darla's fucking dope. So Will awesome. Shade, yeah. uh, he asked us to play this festival. Um, this is like two years ago or whatever. And we're, we're going up more yeah. sound checking before. And Phil walks up. And I know I know Phil's legacy. I know who Phil yeah. is. And uh, yeah. we're sound checking. And uh, our drummer Jimmy has a, a drum pad next to him at SBD just to fucking get sounds for the set. And Phil's talking to me, right? He's in the middle of a conversation. And uh, Jimmy hits this one fucking clap on the drum pad and Phil stops. And he just goes, yo, don't ever use that sound again. <laughs> like legitimately dead middle of the That's conversation. Yo, dead middle of the conversation. Oh. I was just, I, we, I was like, yeah, dude, like I love everything you've ever done. He's like, yo, don't do that. <laughs> All right. So we're That's taking, amazing. We're taking battered and blue out of the set list. Cause we need that fucking clap. But Neil's going, <laughs> uh, That's right. amazing. Oh shit. I can't read my handwriting. Uh, holy fuck. All right, I'm just going, I'm going for it. Oh, name an artist you want to work with that you haven't worked with yet. This is a, a bucket list thing. Dude, I get that. Yo, I get that question a lot. Yeah. And, and I mean this, I mean this very, 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 very seriously is I, I only want to work with people that want to work with me. Yeah. So, so I, you know, there's, there's a bunch of, yeah, I have favorite artists, but I've worked with a few favorite artists, you know, and, and again, chemistry might have been perfect or whatever. Yeah. Is that I don't care. Again, my favorite feeling in the world of making music, no matter who it is, is this feeling of connectivity. Yeah. And we, and we're, and we're literally hugging each other by 9 p.m. saying, oh my God, we did the best thing. It could be the smallest band I work, band I work with. It yeah. could be Pack the Disco. It could be Lauren Hill, 100%. whatever. It's, it's all the same feeling to me. So, so I, 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 I've told my manager to not chase bands. I don't care. I don't want that. I want yeah. people that, that find me to, uh, to they want to work with me. And that's why I want to work with them, you know, and that, and that's, it's like, it's like this interview we're vibing because we both wanted to do this. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? So that's, that makes the best, that's what makes the best relations. And you know? I, I even like a record you did for Kara Kara, uh, out of Philly. I, yeah. It, oh, I love Kara. Yo, yeah. that fucking band, that record, that EP is really fucking cool. I was listening today this morning yeah. when I was driving to go for a run. I was like, this is fucking dope. Oh, uh, we're, and, yeah, we're brewing. We're brewing on some new stuff. I, I love that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, if there's one, because like, I always ask this question to producers, like, if there's one artist, like, in your mind that you're like, okay, they're really good. I like what they do. But if I got my hands on them, yeah. the shit we would make would be fucking ridiculous. Like, I, like, I, w- <laughs> I would love to work. Yeah. Like, for me, like, I'm interested in, in artists. Like, I, this is such an easy one, but Pharrell, I just love what Pharrell yeah. does. And I would just love to just yeah. one fucking time get in a room and just say, like, yeah. okay, let's just see what comes out of this. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, honestly, there, there was probably one band that I felt the way growing up, uh, especially in my teens, um, uh, and it was Quicksand. You know what I mean? I thought they they were one of my they were one of my favorite bands growing up, and and uh, they stopped making records in '97 ish or whatever. Yeah. And um and and I made their comeback record in two in 2017. See, so that's that, fucking that, so that, sick. That was, that was a buckle, and I never chased it. That's the thing. I was okay being a fan of Quicksand for the rest of my life, yep. just being a fan. Um, but 
Yeah, and same thing. You know, the bass player he plays in the Deftones, and it's like kind of similar thing. You know, you know what I mean. So it's like people like that. That I, you know, I don't know if we connect, but then when we work together, we fucking connected. You know what I mean? That's what I appreciate. Yeah, that's what I appreciate. It's not until we have a conversation where I'm like, yeah. I have to work with this guy because I'm a fan of music. I can just yeah. listen to it and be a fan. But 100%. when I vibe with someone and say, Colin, yo, we got to work. We got to do a track together one day. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that's 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 that that's that good shit. That's what I live for. We know? do. We by the way, we do. I'm. I'm saying that right now yeah, we let's fucking do it, do it. Let's Actually, do I'm, it. I'm fucking let's dead do serious. it yeah this is not a joke yeah, we're talking after this uh <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> what's your favorite alcoholic beverage Woo. um here we go my my my, my I'm, I'm a big cocktail guy um but but my favorite drink i think my favorite thing to ingest into my body in the world is a uh, is a uh, caipirinha it's a brazilian caipirinha it's a uh, it's the national drink of brazil you know it's it's uh it's my favorite, not my, just my favorite cocktail, but it's my favorite liquid there is in, in, on earth. What is it? Yeah. So it's, um, it's, so, so it's found in Brazil. You know, I, I fell in love with it when we were touring in Brazil with Lauren Hill. And um, it's made from uh, like a sugarcane rum called Cachaca. Uh, and I always pronounce it fucked up. But yeah, who gives it's basically, a fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Mu- muddle fruit is so fresh. Muddle fruit, uh, a little bit of sugar and just a rum to the top. That's it, and it's and it's the most refreshing thing. It's the best thing. It's this the best thing. It that, sounds like like, uh, like a sugar cane rum, old fashioned in a weird way. Like it's yeah, 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 it's, yeah, yeah. Exactly, right. exactly. It, it it's it's a special cocktail. It's a special Bro, I, drink. I know what I'm bringing to fucking studio for. I can tell you that much. We're fucking <laughs> drinking Caprias all day. Yeah, uh, yeah, dude. And then and then last last question I guess would be, and I always ask this is the last question, but like, what's the plan for the rest of the year? Like, you fucking bogged down? Are you are you are you kind of spaced out now? Like, what's your deal? No, I I am bogged down. I think you know this year, you know, back in April, the silver lining for me was like, oh, maybe end of the year I can like chill, and it just never turns out that way. So so we're working you, on a pretty you kind of want secret. It. You wouldn't want it that way. Yeah. Don't lie to me. Yeah. We're, we're working on a pretty kind of secret record right now that'll probably take us until about the end of the year. And then we have a few, another, uh, I won't say who, but an, another Philly comeback bum, bum, type of thing. You know, fucking you know, keeping that, that on the that down low. That we're working on. Yeah. So, so yeah, we got a lot, we got, we got a lot of special stuff um, uh, in the works, you know, got a lot of stuff for the label in the works. You know, we had just signed um, an incredible label uh, band to uh, my label with Electra. Um, and they're called Orson Wiles that we're going to be oh, dropping sick. soon. So I'm, oh, I'm fuck! You're with yeah. the you're with the lecture. That's dope. Because it's your, yeah, your yeah. label situation. It's Black Cement and it's uh, Memory and Memory Music. Memory Music. Memory Music. So, yeah, t- two different things. Two completely different things. One's an indie that I, that we I do with my partner uh, Tim and my manager, and that Run for Cover. We kind of partner with Run for Cover on it. And oh, then dope. the other thing is a major is a major label uh, um, subsidiary called Black Cement that we do with the Electra uh, Music Group. Bro, you're you're a yeah. fucking monster. I fully enjoy this, and I, I really, I really feel like, like you, you go into some of these and you don't know what to expect. And uh, this was everything I hoped it would be, and more. Um, Hell yeah, I'm glad. Bro, before we get out of here, one more thing too. So Wendy Rollins hit yeah. me up last week, right? Because she she oh, said something Wendy. about. I mean, Wendy's like family to me at this point. She's we stay yeah. with her in Atlanta and shit. She uh yeah. I posted something about you coming on and she hit me up. And this was like a little bit, or I hit her up after she had posted something about a yeah. song you did. And I was like, yo, will you yeah. coming on the podcast? And she was like, her exact words were like, yo, you motherfucker. I was going to ask him to be on the podcast. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't think this is like an exclusive thing. I'm pretty sure you can do better. Yeah. yeah. And then when I was in, Na- <laughs> when I was in Nashville, I saw she dropped the episode and I, and I was about to hit her up and be like, yo, motherfucker. What the, <laughs> like just mess with her. But she's the best. Yeah. Yo. It was, 
Yeah, she's the best. They're very different. The two podcasts I'm telling you are very, very different. Yeah, so, Wendy, uh, Wendy's a more yeah. subdued human being, but she's also much more well spoken than I am. So I, I give Wendy all the. She's definitely super well spoken. Yeah, 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 she's 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 awesome. But uh, this is this is definitely different. It'll be a different different energy for sure. Fucking yeah. Will Yip, it's been a pleasure, man. Until next time, all right. Fuck yeah.